Our theme for this month is Hello 2023. You know, it is a new year. There's still a lot of fear. There still probably is a lot of fear of what this year is going to be like. But my message today is simply titled, Leave It Behind. Look to the person next to you and say, Leave It Behind. Don't sing a song, okay? Don't sing a song. Just tell them, leave it behind. You know, a place where you hear this, a, a place where you hear this a lot, okay? A place where you really hear this phrase a lot is the airport. Is the airport. How many of you have been in that place where you're carrying your handbag and it's weighing more than seven or eight kgs and you're hiding it in the side, okay? Because you don't want the person to see your handbag and the person is like, some of you are thinking, probably Pastor Clinton went on this trip and he had to do something. No, 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 no. We were less than, forget it. But, you know, many people, I've done this myself, okay? I'm like, listen, listen, listen. Because my dad used to be at the airport. My dad used to work at the airport. I knew all the hidden tricks, you know? And uh, if you're flying on Emirates, and uh, which very often there is a, very often there is, listen, 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 this is not a, a, a good thing to say, but very often, you know, uh, they, they, they do check your handbag before you get into the flight. And what, what they can, what they normally do at that point is because they can't, you can't go back and let your bag go out or put it in check-in again. They just take your bag and they check it in. They check it in just before you board. They check it in just before you board. Now, don't just try this, okay? Don't, don't, please don't try this. Don't say Pastor Clinton gave us this piece of advice. No, no, no. But what I'm trying to say is, very often, very often, they just tell you, I'm sorry, you have to leave it behind. Very often, they tell you, you have to leave it behind. What they're simply saying is, you carried it with you all along, you cannot carry it anymore. The moment you step into that flight, it's done. You have no attachment to it whatsoever. You cannot get it back. In the same way, in the same way for us as Christians, we need to know what it is to leave behind those things that have tormented us those things that were not really pleasant, those things that we carried through 2022 and break off every form of attachment to it. We need to leave it behind. What I want to simply say today is we're going to focus on our future and not on our past. We're going to focus on our future. God's desire for us is God's desire regarding our future is that we will not lean on our own understanding, but trust Him every step of the way. How many of you know that God is all-knowing, all-powerful, and ever-present? How many of you know that God, God knows the future and He has a plan for your life? He does have a plan for your life. I mean, who would have thought, you know, I mean, I'm pretty sure, I mean, when, you know, when Sam stepped out, when Sam stepped out and he said he's going to take up the company, some of, some of the people around would have said, what a fool. Some people who are much older than him, some people who've been in the industry for a while, said, let me see how you do this. It's not going to happen. It's going to fail. 
But when you take a step of faith, your faith is not in the person next to you. Your faith, when you know and you acknowledge that your faith is in God, is in the God of heaven and earth, in the God who knows my future and has already placed and has already put my future in place and has already charted out everything for me. When you put your faith in that God, you will never be let down. You will never be let down. His plan is perfect. His timing is perfect. His motive and his motive and heart of love is for your good. Nothing else. We must refuse to dwell on failure and focus on the future. You know, Walt Disney was fired from a job because he was told that he lacked imagination. If he had accepted what people said, if he had focused on what he was told, there would be no Disney Corporation or theme parks. Colonel Sanders was 62 years old and with $105, he tried to start a fried chicken franchise with his recipe. After 1,009 rejections, he worked a deal with the restaurant in Utah. The Kenneke Fried Chicken franchise was born. How many of you are ready for lunch? I'm not encouraging it. Used to be good once upon a time. But what if these people were said, if, what if these people believed that they do not have it in them? What if these people said that what, they, what, they, what, 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 they've, what they've said is our identity, that we're, we're, we're good for nothing, we're not worth it, we cannot do it? What if these people took on that identity? What would have happened? I'm pretty sure you all know their life would have been in a disaster. Their life would have been a major disaster. Thomas Edison invented the light bulb. He's quoted for saying, I haven't failed. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. I've just found 10,000 ways that don't work. What if each of these people had stopped moving forward after the first, second, or tenth time they failed? Let me suggest, do not focus on your past failures. Focus on the future. Choose to move forward. Focus on the future you have in Christ. Focus on your relationship with Christ. Focus on the plans that God has for your life. Trust me, you focus on these three things and you will see success upon success upon success for the rest of this year. I'm not an astrologer giving you, a, giving you some kind of astro, uh, astrology advice saying that do this, do no, no, no. This is proven. This is proven. Focus on the future you have in Christ. Your future is not put in place by you. It's put in place by God. Focus on your relationship with Christ. Put Christ first in your life and everything else will be taken care of. The Bible is very clear in Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of God and its righteousness and all of these will be added unto you. You may ask, what are all of these? God knows what are all of these things that you need. But seek first. Focus on the plans that God has for your life. 
Do not get weighed down with negative thoughts or distractions. Do not become so focused on what you want. Imagine or think your life should be. Rather, than look, rather look to God. Look to God and his plan for your life. Very quickly, the first thing I want to say is you have to break free from being defined by your past. Somebody say an amen. amen. You have to break free from being defined by your past. You know the book of Exodus? I love the book of Exodus. You know the book of Exodus? I mean, prior to the book of Exodus, we see and we hear that the Israelites have been slaves for 400 years. And then God raises up a man. God raises up Moses and God uses Mo God's going to use Moses to deliver Israel out of Egypt. Now, Moses, I'm just paraphrasing the whole thing. Moses manages to get the Israelites out and they are walking. You know, they're walking and it's three and a half million people. Okay, they're walking and they're getting to where they need to be. They're getting to the promised land and suddenly they see, you know, first of all, they're like, oh, wow, thank God. You know, after so long, we've been set free. You know, this man is a good man. You know, this man has something about him. In order for, in order for Pharaoh to let, him, to let us go with him, this, there's definitely something about this man. You know, this man is the real deal. Moses or Mo, as they would call him in today's, in today's times, Mo is the real deal. Mo is the real man. And then they come to the Red Sea. Okay, they come to the Red Sea and they see the Egyptian army charging by. I knew this guy was a waste in life. They say, weren't there graves, weren't there enough graves in Egypt that you brought us out here in the desert to die? We were better off as slaves because their mind was so tuned to what they've been doing for so many years that they felt so comfortable being slaves. And the problem with that is a lot of us might have experienced bad news or we might have gone through bad situations over the last year. And, and because it has, it, it has just going from one bad news to another, to another, to, not, to another, we allow it to become a way of life. And we allow ourselves to say, well, this is just the way it is for me. This is just the way it is for my family. You know, when the next bad news comes, oh yeah, I was expecting it. <laughs> I was expecting, it's not a surprise. I was expecting it. Which is the lie of the enemy. And suddenly, God told Moses, use what you have. He used his stuff and he separated the sea. And then all of a sudden, when they're walking on dry ground, no, no, I, I never said he's a bad guy. You know? Three and a, listen, listen. You might have been wondering, Moses is walking right in the front. Imagine the banter that might have been going across. No, no, I never said this about, I knew this guy had it all along. I knew there was, there was a reason why he brought us over here. You know, I knew, I knew that there, this guy is special. This guy is special. And he's walking and walking. They cross the Red Sea, all walking on dry ground. And three days later, we were better off dead over there. There's no water. There's no water. And Moses just takes a piece of wood and he throws it in the river. And that water, which was Mara, which was bitter, became good enough for them to drink. See, 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 this guy, he knows what he's doing. He knows exactly. Why are all you people going on saying all these things about him? Why? 
Because every time something did not go their way, they were so used to going back to the past. A couple of days later, we don't have, we were, as slaves, we had meat over there. As slaves. But here we have nothing. Why? Because everything that they knew was what was attached to their past. As slaves. And then God provided food for them. God provided. You know, the Bible says, Exodus 16, verses 1 and 3, the whole Israelite community set out from Elam and came to the desert of Sin, which is between Elam and Sinai, on the 15th day of the second month after they had come out of Egypt. In the desert, the whole community grumbled against Moses and Aaron. The Israelites said to them, if only we had died by the Lord's hand in Egypt. There we sat around pots of meat and ate all the food we wanted. But you have brought us out into this desert to serve this entire assembly to death. You have brought us out into this desert to starve, to starve the entire assembly to death. The Israelites felt that it was better to live in the bondage of Egypt rather than what their future held. They viewed their present circumstance as impossible and their future as being even worse. You know, the people could only think about what they had in the past. The Israelites could only think about what they had in the past, which was why it was, it was difficult for them to... to not only appreciate breakthrough and victory, but allow that breakthrough and victory to become a way of their life. Imagine if, imagine if, if their language had changed. God brought us through the Red Sea. We don't have water right now. What God did back then, God is more than able to do again. And God provided water. After drinking water, a couple of days later, they did not have food. Oh, listen, you saw, you guys saw how God gave us water when we did not have water. You think God is not able to give us food to eat? But instead, everything, weren't we better off as slaves? Were there no graves in Egypt that you brought us out here to die? And just going back and back and back and back and back to the past. We need to break free from the past. 2022 is over, it's done with, it's finished. You will never get back anything from 2022. If at all there's anything that you will get back, it's pain and trauma and agony that you yourself will carry from 2022 into 2023. But God wants you to break free from the past. You know, we should never live in the past because when we do, we miss out on the future God has for us. You know, it's not easy to let go of life's reins for our future, but the best that we can do is trust God with our present and for our future. You know, I've said this very often. I've said this many a times. God is the God who cancels the past. He transforms the present and he reshapes the future. He's the God who cancels the past, transforms the present, and reshapes the future. You know, let me tell you this. We, we cannot move forward and step into the things of God if we are holding on to the past. 
You know, a lot of people, a lot of people slip and fall, not because the road ahead is rough. A lot of people slip and fall, not because the road ahead is rough, because a lot of people walk like this. What's going to happen? You're bound to fall. God says, I prepared, I prepared a way for you. Streams in the desert. I prepared a way for you. Look in the front and where I want you to be and where I'm taking you, where I'm leading you. But no, you know, God, you know what happened back then? You know? How can you not slip and fall? And when you slip and fall, the first thing you do is blame God. What you also do is you blame the devil. The devil says, I was not responsible for this. A lot of times we blame the devil for things he's not done. The devil says, I was not responsible. No, 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 it's not me. A lot of times we allow ourselves to fall. We allow ourselves to fall. If we are going to focus on the future, we need to trust God with our present. If we are going to focus on the future, we need to trust God with our present. This means trusting God in every circumstance, even in those situations that look impossible. How many of you know you matter to God? Now a few hands will go up. How many of you know you matter to God? Thank you. Come for prayer. Our prayer team is going to be out over here in the front on either side. We've got a prophetic team being built up as well. And they will reveal to you that God loves you. That you matter to God. For all those of you who didn't put up your hand. Trust me, God is going to speak to you at the end of the service. But you really matter to God. Whether you know it or not. Whether you walked away for a while and you've come back today. I want you to know, irrespective of how far you walked, God did not walk away from you. You matter to God. God had you in mind long ago before you were a glimmer in your parents' eyes. He, let me say this. Jesus had you on his mind when he was on the cross. He had you in his mind when you were on the cross. Your future begins in the present and moves forward, not backwards. Your future begins in the present and moves forward, not backwards. The third and last thing is, you have to overcome your fear of the future. You have to overcome your fear of the future. You know, God was calling these people to do some things none of them had ever done before. Moses was telling them about what is ahead, the promised land. Moses said, we're going to be living in houses. How do you live in a house when the only thing you've ever known is sleeping under a canvas? They were wandering around in the desert for 40 years. A lot of them had children, and the children grew up in the desert, knowing that was the only way of life. But how do you tell someone you're, moving, you're going to live in a house when the only, thing they've been, the only thing they've been used to was sleeping under a canvas? Moses said, we're going to plant crops and raise harvests. But the only thing that you've ever known was gathering manna from heaven. The only thing you've ever known was gathering manna from heaven. You know, God is leading them to a place they've never been and to a life they've never known. Probably some of your children just started school. Some of you, I mean, at least one couple over here is just getting married, you know, and soon many to follow. You know, you're getting married, you're starting something new, you're moving to something you've never experienced before. 
And when you move into something you've never experienced before, there will always be some kind of fear. What it's going to be like. What's going to happen. And here's the challenge that God's people were facing. They were asking, can we break free from the past? Or will the past always shape us? Can I overcome my fears for the future? Or will these fears always hold me back? And so this is a time when Moses gets up to speak the words in this book to a community of believers who were defined by the past and afraid of the future. People with a faith, but not with a mission. They had faith to a certain extent, but they were not driven. You know, there was no mission for them. There was nothing, there was nothing more to life. And Moses speaks to them about the call of God. Because I really believe that when God calls you, he gives you the power to break free from the... He gives you the power to break free from the defining patterns of the past. When God calls you, he gives you the power to break free from the defining patterns of the past. And Moses spoke to them about the love of God because it is the love of God when it pours into your own soul that empowers you to overcome your fears of the future. It is the love of God when it pours into your own soul that empowers you to overcome your fears of the future. The Bible says perfect love casts out fear. Perfect love casts out fear. You know, these people heard the call of God, experienced the love of God, and seven days later, they, 70 days later, they moved into the land of Canaan. This book, Exodus, has everything to do with us and so much to say to all of us who need to make a fresh start today. You know, you might be thinking that I want 2023 to be the year for me, for my family, but the call of God over your life is so much more than that. You might have faith, but no mission. The call of God over your life is not just for you, yourself, or your family. The call of God over your life is to be a blessing to the church and to build the church wherever you are. What can I do this year that would help build the church? How, how can I be a blessing? In what way can I be a blessing? In what way can I be a blessing? From this story, run, run, from this story, run the Bible story forward 1,300 years to the time of Jesus, and we find him with his disciples on the night that he was betrayed. Now picture these men gathered around Jesus, okay? They have faith, but they don't yet have a mission. They are believers, they believe and they've seen everything that Jesus has done, but nothing about them is changing the world. And then the Bible says, John 16, 33, Jesus showed them the full extent of his love because the place was full of fear and they were so discouraged. The disciples were full of fear. What's going to happen to us? Why Jesus, what, what's going to happen to us after Jesus goes? What are the people going to come and do to us? They were discouraged. Jesus is no longer going to be with us. And after the crucifixion, the talk among the disciples was all about going fishing and to retreat to what is safe and familiar. After the crucifixion, the disciples just said, we'll go back to what we know. We'll go back to what is familiar. 
will go back to what was comfortable. They're going back to the past. When in John 20, 21, verses 22, it says, then the risen Christ comes into the room. He breathes on them and says, receive the Holy Spirit as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you. When they receive the love of Christ and the call of Christ, when you and I receive the love of Christ and the call of Christ, from, from being men and women of faith, we become men and women of mission. From being men and women of faith, we become men and women of mission. And you may ask, why in the world do we need to do this? The pastor's there. The pastor's got a team to do this. Why should we do this? The answer is because God calls us to be more than a people of faith. God calls us to be more than a people of faith. He calls us to be people on a mission. He calls us to be people on a mission. In closing, I just want to say this. People with a faith become people with a mission when the love of Christ enables you to overcome fear. People with a faith become people with a mission when the love of Christ enables you to overcome fear and the call of Christ breaks you free from being defined by the past. I'm going to say that one last time. People with a faith become people with a mission when the love of Christ enables you to overcome fear and the call of Christ breaks you free from being defined by the past. You know, we really need to wake up every day and literally say to ourselves, today is a new day. Today, I'm ready for new blessings. I'm ready for new promises. I'm ready for new things that God wants to do in my life, for me, and through me. Yesterday is over, it's gone. But today is a gift. That's why it's called present. And I'm going to use this gift wisely. Leave the past behind. Leave it all behind. Because God wants to do something new in your life today and from here on. Can we all stand? Sorry, I know I've taken a little bit more time. You know, but I really believe, even when it comes to giving, many of us are so, we're so afraid to give. We're worried about what's going to happen about our future. Your, future. your future is already taken care of by God. You change your giving and God will change your living. You change your giving and God will change your living. The problem is you keep asking, why don't I have? Why do I not have? Because you're not able to release what God has given you to bless in order for you to receive more. And every time we keep saying God's not blessing, no, 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 no. It's not that God's not blessing you. But we're not able to release what God has given us in order to be a blessing for us to receive more. We fail to understand that God has placed seeds in our hands and every seed has got life. And what God desires of us to do with that seed is to throw it on good ground so that, ground, so that seed can break open for the life to flow through that seed in order for it to become a further blessing. 
The problem is we're just holding on to our seeds and holding on to our seeds and holding on to our seeds that we're crushing it and not allowing the blessing to flow. You change your giving and God will change your living. Let this year, let, let, you know, let, it be, let, let, let it be a prayer. For me personally, I want to be more, I want to be a greater blessing this year than I was, than I was in 2022. With everything. I want to touch more lives this year than I ever touched in 2022. Let it be our prayer. That this year, God, I want to be used more by you than ever before. I don't only want to have faith. I don't only want to have faith, but I want to be part of the mission of the kingdom to do what you're calling me to do. Father, I just pray today. If that's you, just stretch out your hands. God, I just pray that you would wipe out everything that needs to be wiped out. And I, de- I, I just speak, Lord, and I declare a clean slate today in the name of Jesus. The past is finished. It's over. We leave it behind. And from today onwards, Father God, if today is the day of a fresh start, from today onwards, Father God, we look forward to the great things that you have for us. We look forward to the future. We look forward to walking with you every step of the way, trusting you every step of the way, believing you every step of the way, being a blessing every step of the way and doing what you want us to do every step of the way. I just pray, Lord, for your blessing to rest upon each and every person. I pray, Father God, for a phenomenal week for each and every family represented here, Father God, that you do above and beyond than what our minds can comprehend. And we just pray, Father God, that you would use us and move in our lives greater than ever before. In Jesus Christ's mighty name I pray. Amen, amen, amen. Our prayer teams, yes, give God. Yeah.